This is the John Oakley Show podcast. You know, spring forward, fall back. Remember that aphorism from uh, childhood? And so uh, we're going to lose that hour. I guess we gain it, right? That's what we do. We gain it. But uh, we're losing the sunlight, sunlight earlier, which is, you know, killing your afternoon golf game for sure. And uh, anyway, that's something that uh, is going to be addressed by the legislature. Buddy of mine, the late great comedian Sean Keene, used to say, what is this daylight savings time? What's the fuss? I give it six months. Anyway, uh, the point being that uh, daylight savings time has uh, a lot of people wondering if, in fact, we ought to just keep it there when we spring forward in the spring of 2020. And uh, to that end, there's actually legislation proposed along those lines called the Sunshine Protection Act. A lot of wonky bills in this legislative session that kicked off again, and we're going to find out what those might be. Paul Calandra is the minister and Ontario's government house leader, and he's joined the Oakley Show this afternoon at Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Minister Calandra, good afternoon. Hey, John, how are you? Very good, thanks. How about you? I'm great, thank you. So tell me where we're going with the Sunshine Protection Act, first of all. Well, look, it's not on the agenda over the, the next six weeks. I can, uh, can tell you that. Uh, just uh, continue to focus on jobs and economic growth uh, in, the, in the near future. Okay. Uh, but it may rear its head somewhere along the line in this session, right? It, yeah. It, uh, look, uh, there's uh, two and a half years left in, in the life of, of uh, this parliament, and uh, we, we've made a commitment to try and get some uh, private members' business through, uh, through the House. So if, uh, if the member can bring it through and convince enough members, then uh, we might see a change. All right, but you got a full docket, I guess, uh, having come back today after a five-month hiatus. By the way, did you have to sort of remember where your office was and dust things off? Uh, no, I spent a lot of time down here over the summer, to be honest with you. But, uh, yeah, no, it is nice to get back. It's always nice to get back and uh, after uh, after the break and uh, reconnect with some of your colleagues on both sides of the house, to be honest. And well, nice to get back in a bit of a routine. I was going to ask, is that a misperception? Because sometimes you'll hear people kind of dismissive and say, you know, these guys only sit about uh, five months of the year and everything else is just holidays and uh, doing what, uh, barbecues in the summer. But uh, some people were basically working through the summer, obviously. Yeah, well, look, the cabinet still met uh, uh, throughout the summer, and I know the premier was out and about uh, quite a bit. And uh, look, when you look at the uh, at the uh, the social media feeds of all members from both sides of the house, uh, liberal, conservative, NDP, uh, Mr. Schreiner. Uh, and the independents. I mean, it was a very, very busy summer for uh, for everybody. I think sometimes you hear from uh, from members, uh, uh, it's kind of a break to get back to the legislature because uh, you know where you're going to be, what you have to do, uh, because it's so busy uh, in the riding. And uh, uh, especially since the first year, we didn't we spent a, so little time in our ridings because the legislature sat so frequently. Mm-hmm. So it's good to get back. Paul Calandra is with us, Ontario's government house leader, uh, just anticipating what's in store for this session. By the way, uh, is it going to be a busy session? What have you got on plan in the immediate? Yeah, there's so up today already is Bill uh, uh, 124, which is the uh, which limits uh, public sector compensation to one uh, percent a year going forward. We have mental health legislation, uh, a really really impressive piece of red tape reduction uh, legislation was introduced today. Uh, we have animal welfare legislation that's coming through in the fall economic statement, uh, all of which has to uh, uh, have a lot of progress uh, done before we uh, we leave here. And 
uh, for the uh, Christmas break. Uh, and there's just so much on the agenda. We, you know, who knows? We might uh, even have to bring ourselves back a little bit earlier than expected uh, to get through it all. You know, we were just talking to the Director of Government Relations with the Retail Council of Canada, and he talked about uh, this Better for People, Smarter for Business Act 2019. I guess that was one of the first orders of business, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. Uh, Minister Sicaria brought that uh, forward today. It's a pretty extensive piece of legislation. And uh, look, I think there'll be a lot of debate on this one, but it really just tackles a lot of the, the, the things that just a lot of regulations, useless or outdated uh, uh, regulations, just things that uh, that make it more difficult for people to uh, to conduct business or to to interact with government. So, uh, you know, we'll be debating that uh, for the next uh, uh, next little bit. Uh, uh, and, and then, of course, uh, next week on uh, next Wednesday, we have the fall economic statement. Uh, and given the uncertainty both in Ottawa and uh, surrounding uh, USMCA, the, uh, the the trade deal, and, and gosh, the uh, everyday the new twists and turns that happen with Brexit, uh, uh, it's it's even more important that uh, Ontario continue to focus on on the economic uh, and jobs and prosperity agenda. Yeah, Boris Johnson and company could be gone by next Wednesday. Uh, yeah. meaning out of the EU. But listen, Paul, let me back up. Uh, yeah. This bill that's going to, uh, you say, impose a 1% wage cap on all unionized and non-unionized employees in the Ontario Public Service and the broader public sector, uh, that's a bill, and that's not something that would be negotiated at the bargaining table. How does that work? Well, what we're saying is that total compensation uh, uh, will increase by at least 1% uh, a year over the next three years once the uh, the uh, their current... Uh, uh, negotiated uh, contracts are done. Uh, there are still a lot of items within the contract that can be negotiated as long as total compensation doesn't exceed uh, uh, 1%. Uh, following a, a similar path that we got when we uh, when we negotiated with QP, uh, um, uh earlier this uh, earlier this uh, mm-hmm. the uh, the workers so, inside the schools. Yeah, inside the schools. So it's it's before the house now and uh, and it's been lively debate already, as you would uh, as you would expect. There are, are also look. You can you can have wage increases if you if you're promoted to another job uh, within uh, your category. But ultimately, what we're trying to do is is hold total compensation uh, uh, at 1% a year. It still gives our employees uh, uh, increased uh, wages uh, each and every year over the next three years. But just hold the line on that rapid growth that we saw over the last 15 years. And so, for all intents and purposes, these are rubber stamp bills because you got a majority, right? Yeah, look, I, I honestly, I think uh, we don't take for granted. Uh, when I came in today, there was uh, there was uh, significant protest outside of uh, outside of the building. Uh, we understand that the, the opposition is, are going to be uh, very aggressive uh, on this. We are listening. We want to work uh, together as best we can, but ultimately, we do. You're right. We do have an agenda that we want to bring forward. We have said. We want to bring the budget back into balance in a, in a timely manner, and this is just another step in helping us uh, helping us do that. Any other highlights you want to tell us about on the agenda? Because I noticed private members' bills, there are several that are slated to be discussed in this session, and uh, that includes even into the springtime and yeah. next next summer. I mean, how long does this extend out? Yeah, look, there's some uh, like this, there's some good uh, quality uh, bills in front of the house right now. I know one of my colleagues in the NDP has uh, has uh, has had a bill in front of the house for a number of uh, of uh, not just this parliament, previous parliaments about bringing a poet laureate, poet laureate to the province of Ontario. Uh, I think that's a, that's a good bill. We have some other good private members' bill. This this one today with respect uh, to daylight savings time. I think there's. Uh, uh, you know, merit in, in debating that. We have uh, some other bills with respect to long-term care. So there's a lot of good quality private members' bills there that we want to get through committee and back into the House. 
but I think one of the bills, I'm, uh, outside of the economic uh, ones, uh, this animal welfare legislation that uh, is, is coming forward has the potential to really change how uh, uh, how we deal with, um, uh, well, frankly, with animal welfare in the province of Ontario. So I'm really excited to see what Minister Jones has brought forward on that. And as you know, that's kind of a time... Uh, uh, we have a time crisis on that because we have to have this bill passed before the legislature uh, recesses for uh, for Christmas. So I think that will be a, a very exciting bill for a lot of people, which will have a, a lot of good debate. But I'm hoping a broad support. And uh, and look, John, obviously this this uh, the challenges that we face with uh, a minority parliament and some of the transit infrastructure things that we got. It's just a, a really exciting time to be a, uh, to be a member of provincial parliament. But there's a lot of work to do, and I think people have just said, you know. Enough with all your your divisiveness and, and just get the job done. Yeah, I'm curious about the animal welfare bill. What does that involve? And why has it got to be done before the session recesses at Christmas? Yeah, as you know, like the OSPCA had made a, a decision uh, after some court cases that they were going to withdraw from animal protection across the province of Ontario. And uh, uh, and we had to find a new mechanism to, uh, to do it. And... Uh, uh, we the legislature sat uh, um, an extra few days uh, before we recessed to bring on a Sunday a special sitting on a Sunday to extend that contract with the OSPCA. But we have only until December 31st to put in a new mechanism that would uh, replace the OSPCA by and this is by court order and uh, uh, and how the minister does that ensuring that we have province-wide uh, coverage and protection uh, uh, animal welfare legislation is is going to be. Uh, uh, quite unique. We've looked at a lot of other jurisdictions uh, uh, when we were uh, when we were drafting this bill. Had a number of constituents when I was consulting. I guess we've been watching Northwoods Law and, uh, and 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 shows like that, and how other American states deal with animal protection. So there's a lot of good ideas out there, uh, and um, it's really a, a transformation in how we. Uh, it will be a transformation in how we protect uh, um, animals across the province. And then you've got some others, uh, like May 28th is going to be proclaimed Menstrual Hygiene Day, or uh, July 23rd, Egypt National Day. Yeah, there, there's a lot of days. Uh, I think every day has three or four different things that we celebrate. Uh, there's a, uh, ample purple uh, purple days. Uh, uh, there's, uh, you know, we, we, uh, some very serious ones, you know, that are mixed up in that, but... Uh, uh, I look, John. I once I took a look at it once, and there was a day for literally everything: National Pancake Day, and that, like there was literally everything. That's not to diminish the importance of some of these other ones, uh, uh, but yeah, you're you're not wrong uh, uh, when you look at the uh, the legislature and some of the bills that are there. There's uh, Hellenic Day, uh, uh, of course, being uh, of Italian background. I love to celebrate uh, Her- Italian Heritage Month in June. Mm. That's my favorite, but. Uh, but, yeah, you're not wrong. Well, okay, uh, that's June, but uh, the Heritage Month dedicated to recognizing Egypt would come up in July. July, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. everybody gets a day plus a month. That's right. And that's the way it goes. All right. Absolutely. Sounds, sounds like a busy docket that uh, you've got for the next little while anyway. Uh, hopefully, you know, the early stuff is the priority, as yeah. you were saying earlier. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, uh, you know, it's... Uh, we struck a, I think everybody struck a good tone today. It uh, was uh, really one of the best question periods I've uh, I've seen uh, since uh, since being here. But uh, look, I think it's going to be an exciting, uh, exciting, exciting uh, six uh, six or seven weeks ahead of us. So how's that new tone of civility working out? I mean, it's only day one, but I know that Doug Ford had mentioned he wanted that to be sort of the timber going forward. Yeah, if we took anything out of that federal election, it was people's anger towards politicians and how they uh, treated each other. 
uh, and, the, and the tone of that election. So uh, I think, uh, I honestly believe you'll see this continuing on uh, a more civil tone. Uh, I don't think people want us to stop debating aggressively on things, and, you know, they, they get that, but they want us to take the personal out of it. Uh, and I think that's the, the proper tone that we can strike over the next little bit. So have you rehearsed in the five months you're away, you're out, order, order? Because yeah, you know that guy in the U.K., he's retiring, eh, this week? He is one of the best. He's one of the best. I can't, I got to admit, I have watched uh, some YouTube on, uh, on the U.K. Speaker of the House. Uh, he's, he's awesome. I will miss him. Order! <laughs> 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 yeah, that's right. There, there you go. Uh, it should only come to that. Boy, that's a lively session. But, yeah, he's stepping down. Mr. Burkow, I believe, yeah, is his name. Burkow, yeah. He's, right. uh, he's the example by which all speakers should, uh, should behave. That's <laughs> for sure. He's awesome. All right. Uh, so you've got your marching orders. There's a good guy to uh, emulate. Paul Calandra is the Ontario Government House Leader. I appreciate your weighing in this afternoon. Thanks, John. I appreciate the time. You got it. All right. Uh, all right. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.